Hey y'all, this podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong adult language. So if you are under 18, be out. We discuss our experiences, thoughts, and tips on ethical non-monogamy from the perspective of a black married couple. We smart, but we not experts. So this show is for entertainment purposes only. So whether you working out, driving, or listening to us on your home sound system, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle. I'm the Bomber. And I'm the Bell. Welcome. Yo, we got some things to talk about. I'm really excited about this episode. Yeah, I'm excited. Yo, because we're going to be talking to this couple that was formally in a triad or yes. formally in a thruple. So this is two wives, one daddy. Yes, we're talking about triads and thruples. Although I have not been able to find out if there is a difference between triads and thruples. Mm. What's the, like the terminology? I don't know, because I, th- I feel like, the, well, thruple is kind of a cl- colloquial colloquial term. Okay, I think that second one was right. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if it has like a clear definition, but I have heard thruple be used interchangeably with triad. Yes, and... From what I understand, there's been a, well, I guess a controversial ruling in New York uh, that has made today's topic especially, uh, especially salient. So according to the New York Post, a New York City judge has ruled that polyamorous relationships are entitled to the same legal protection given to two-person relationship, and it revolved around a case involving three individuals. So this is basically the case. So let's Mm -hmm. say... That you and me are married, right? Mm-hmm. So so me and you, we are husband and wife. Yeah. Now, let's say I have a girlfriend, right. right? And, you know, me and his girlfriend, we kicking it or whatever, and I'm really feeling her or whatever. And so we decide we're going to get an apartment together, mm-hmm. right? I'm still married to you. It's all good. You probably got your little men's or whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yo, I'm going to live with this girl for a little while. We're going to get this little apartment downtown. I'm going to lease it in my name. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm living with this girl downtown and you in your little crib, whatever. You got your little boyfriends. And then all of a sudden I die. Mm. OK, I die. But the lease, right, the apartment, the lease is in my name. Mm-hmm. Now, my other girlfriend, she's like, yo, I'm about to renew this lease. Yeah. And the landlord is like, yo, fuck that. You can't you, you can't renew your lease. You were just a roommate. Mm. And so basically a judge in New York said, hold up. First mm-hmm. of all. That was a relationship. That was a that was a that was a romantic relationship. And they should be given the same rights. Okay? As any other re- relationship, even though this man is married to this other woman. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like basically the eviction court judge uh Karen May Bickdayan, I know I'm like butchering her name, concluded that polyamorous relationships involving more than two people are entitled to the same legal protections given to a two-person relationship. Now, this is surprising though cuz like mm-hmm. in in New York, like like people passing leases off to other people is fairly common. Mhm. If I understand, like giving someone else your apartment, whether or not you die or not, Mm -hmm. but like giving the apartment to another relative or a friend or something like that is fairly common. Yeah. Yeah. I know 
I know people have done some shady things in, as far as like passing on the lease. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, what you're adding is some context to why this is actually not that big a deal in right, New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. No. Uh, stuff like this happens all the time. Yeah. But because it's like this polyamorous part of it, mm-hmm. it's, it's really special. Yeah. And so polyamory is really in the news right now. This really sets a precedent. Yeah. And so I want to shout out the Porta family, and we'll have a link to their information in the description. They are a relationship in which there is one man and two sister wives. And I want to give a shout out to them because one, they this is a black like relationship, mm-hmm. polyamorous relationship or polygamous relationship. And they were on Fox News. I was just proud that there was this polygamous relationship and they were black and they were on this show and that's beautiful Mm. because i think when it comes to polyamory we tend to associate a lot of that stuff with white people but anyway the porter family are influencers they have a pretty big following and if people haven't heard of them i'd suggest they check them out because a lot of what they talk about has some relations with the stuff we're going to be talking about today but we're going to really be focusing on throuples and i guess the difference between a relationship like the porta family and the sort of thruple relationship structure we're going to be talking about today is that as as far as i understand the porta family even though we have one man two wives the two wives although they interact sexually and romantically with the husband they don't necessarily interact sexually with each other Right. So they describe their relationship as a poly V. So if you imagine a V, you know, at the bottom is the man and then you have, you know, the the top left, you know, the line going from the woman to the man and then at the top right, the line going from the woman to the man. But there's no line going across. Whereas if you had a triad, you know, you have a one man Mm -hmm. or one woman at the top and then all lines go across and, you know, in between to each other. It actually brings me to a article that was written by the blog Swing Towns. Again, we'll have this information in the show notes. The blog from Swing Towns was really about what it means to add a third partner to your relationship. Mm -hmm. And so the ideal is the triangle that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. But what it actually ends up looking like in reality is a T. In Mm. which case, there is a relationship, right? There is a relationship Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. has a solid grounding. They have their norms. They have their relationship structure, their their expectations for each other. And so they go out there and they're looking for a third to complement their relationship. Mm -hmm. But that third partner... Some of their preferences, some of their issues that they're bringing in, you know, some of the lives that they have don't necessarily get treated with the same level of weight Mm -hmm. as the couple that's already established. And so it's almost like this third partner doesn't have a lot of power. Mm -hmm. And so that triangle shape doesn't really play out in the way it should. And so this blog is really about making people aware that if they do want to add a third person to that relationship, they really need to think hard about whether they're ready for that triangle Mm -hmm. because that might be what they're thinking but what they end up actually doing in practice is this hierarchical situation where the couple takes precedent and this third person is just you know 
a plaything, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yo, in this episode, we're going to talk to we're going to talk about polytriads or thruples. We're really going to focus on a thruple in which there is one man and two women because the couple that we're going to be talking to, Nate and Jade, in a moment, are represent a couple that actually did attempt to bring in a third partner, and they, you know, they this third partner was fully integrated in their, into their relationship. So there were some people in our band chat that were thinking about seriously adding or looking for a third partner, like this second wife to mm-hmm. add to the relationship. And there are a lot of people who are doing that. Like they're thinking about, you know, not just exploring the lifestyle and, you know, finding a unicorn, but really finding somebody who can who can just join their relationship, who would like move in and just be fully in relationship. Mm-hmm. And folks were asking us questions and we decided we weren't really, we didn't know about this. I mean, it's not something we've entertained. No. I mean, really, you, you wouldn't even give it a, a second thought, Belle? Just... <laughs> I mean, I would, but I, it would definitely, it would definitely be like a poly V situation, clearly. And I understand the need for equity in the relationship, but that would be hard. We would have to work on that. It would be it would be challenging. I mean, and it's not even about like the division of labor. It would more so be about like the time with you. Mm-hmm. And of course, I enjoy my me time and, and that kind of thing. But it would be, you know, how are you prioritizing and managing time with the both of us because you're not good at that <laughs> right and so that that would be my concern yeah i'm telling you right now i <laughs> would be stressed out <laughs> like first of all i don't really feel like doing anything like a lot of times you see me doing stuff but i don't really feel like doing it yeah and so like i would have to think about what it is that you like to do mm-hmm. and what she likes to do and like finagle mm-hmm. planning shit oh my god oh this, <laughs> it's just painful thinking about <laughs> yeah and what about the type of tv shows a motherfucker be watching like <laughs> i watch all kinds of sick shit but she might be into she might be into reality shows mm-hmm. like and the, oh my god no anyway we had decided that we were gonna pose the question to our followers and ask if they had the opportunity to talk to somebody who had experience being in a throuple, what were some of the questions that they would ask? And we really use those questions to guide our discussion with this couple. I really, really hope you guys enjoy this. But yeah, check out Nate and Jade. We hope you enjoy the conversation we had. We are so excited because we get to chat with Jade and Nate, who have experience actually being a poly triad. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Hello, everybody. We're glad to be here. And thank you guys for having us on. Absolutely. Hi, everyone. Good evening. So we're just going to jump into it because I'm really excited to talk to you all. I think you might be the first couple we had that has actually been in a poly triad relationship or relationships. But before we like get into that, can you just tell us a little bit about how long have you been together? And when did you determine that pursuing sort of a triad relationship or a third partner was the right thing for you or something that would work for you? Jade and I, we've been together since 94 college and we met back in 
Yeah, in college. And we have uh, been rocking ever since. When we were in school, we were wild. We did a lot of things in school with other females, other males, and, and things of that nature. So then, then life happened, right? We started a family and we kind of slowed things down. And then in 2015, we decided to go ahead and, and get back involved. We knew we liked like threesomes and, and foursomes and things of that nature, but we didn't have it. We didn't know there was an actual community. We didn't know there was a, a name for it. We didn't know that it was actually a swinger lifestyle. We just thought we was just having fun and doing what felt natural. Yeah. yeah what we enjoyed. And so 2015, we began a relationship with a, a, a female then that it just materialized from there. So you you all started as as swingers. So you were doing both threesomes with women and men. Um, but it sounded like you did some foursomes, or you engaged in a lifestyle, engaged with lifestyle couples as well. What was your like main preference when you were doing all that? In the in the lifestyle, we found it difficult to get you know for people to really connect. Mm-hmm. Right? It's yeah. either I was cool with the female, but Jade wasn't cool with the male or vice versa. So it, it was very difficult. But when we would find that one couple, it was a great time, you know. And so then we kind of moved to, hey, let's explore singles. And that's seemed to have worked for us thus far. As Nate mentioned, we were early bloomer, or at least I college life. I've always kind of explored in that realm and didn't really know there was something like a lifestyle behind it. I was just like, oh, okay, threesome. I know we always talk about, are we doing a menage, right? Mm -hmm. So those type of things are, I enjoyed. And I've done male, female, male, male with me, those kind of things. So just evolving. I like them all a little bit, just depending upon how the connections are Mm -hmm. and the flow of how everything goes. I'm just being very comfortable in myself and you have to be able to navigate this life and found a partner who also is comfortable with that and and able to connect. If I say, Hey, I want to do a mail. Can you do a mail with me? Men aren't really mm-hmm. too keen on that a lot. And then them being straight, you know? Right. So I was lucky to have that partner and be able to experience that also. Um, but I enjoy all of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, give it all to me, baby. Yeah. All right. I would add that with Jade, she does need to be physically attracted to the person. However, it's more so if the person it has can, can hold her attention as far as the conversation is concerned. If they connect on a mental level, then she's more apt to engage and go further with the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's very rare that she saw somebody and was like, oh, he's fine and just wanted to bet him. You know, it was always she would get to know that person. And if he got her laughing, then yeah, most likely it's it's a good thing. Bell, this very this very this sounds familiar, Bell. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm very similar <laughs> in that aspect. Definitely need some personality, be, need to be able to hold a conversation and definitely yes, make me laugh. Absolutely. I think just by nature, men, women require different things. It sounds like you you took a leap in 2015. How did you make that leap? Or maybe it's just a step or a skip, I don't know, or a fall or trip <laughs> into 
having just a threesome with another woman to actually engaging another woman in a relationship. I've been the driving force because I believe that it's possible to love more than one person. Each person has a different personality or something that they bring to the table, different characteristics. I believe that you can love someone for different things. Just as we love our three kids equally, they all have different personalities and different characteristics. I think I believe that you could do the same thing with a, a partner or partners. I had always been talking to Jade. I was like, hey, we could bring another person in. This person could be a helpmate to you and to me. And, and then if we pull in all of our finances together, we can knock things off and in and in a, in a faster rate. Mm-hmm. Jade. She wasn't comfortable with that in the beginning. She was, she's like, nah, I'm not ready for that. But I even posed to her, hey, what about if we had like a a brother husband, even a a dude? I'm not opposed to you having a guy here as long as he's putting in and adding value to the relationship, then I'm okay with that. But then there's the problem that we have a daughter that's at home. So we was like, well, we, we won't have another dude in our home until our daughter's out of the house, right? Then when we met our particular partner that who's a part of the triad, when we met her, mm-hmm. it was more so Jade's idea to actually initiate that conversation with her. It wasn't even me. And this whole time I had been pushing for it. And when we met her, she was, uh, it was Jade, the one that um, pushed the issue behind it. So mm. that's how it all, it all materialized. So, Jay, what was it for you? Was it the connection, the emotional connection, the personality? What was it that kind of finally convinced you to move more seriously in that direction of finding a third partner? In the beginning, I'm like, oh, let's see. I'm not sure yet. I need to, as as women, um, it requires a lot of maturity. Some women have different intents Mm -hmm. of why they want to be a part of this or whatnot, Uh, especially when you're dealing with not a couple, more of a single. And so I just needed to weed it out a little bit and get a little more information for myself. But at the same time, far as us both exploring on our own different singles. Nate was finding people that he was matching with and he was enjoying. But as I mentioned, for that to happen for a poly, you need to be uh, cohesive around all three parties. Like, so right. all, all parties have to be able to feel the relationship, feel the connection in everything, in every way. So you have to get a feel for that person to see what is your intent and what is your reasoning. We're married. (laughs) So let's be clear on that. And you're not coming to break that up. You're coming in as a, this is what we want. And adding adding value. Correct. So you have to also get that connection with that person. Like he mentioned, we've known her a little bit. And before this even transpired or whatnot Mm -hmm. and uh, we both instantly clicked and so and and her and I named her always always had clicked but Mm -hmm. she and I always instantly clicked and and just really had a lot in common and had we talked and things of that nature and I was like okay if anybody I think she may be possible Mm-hmm. It's a possibility. Even with that, you still trial and error, right? So 
it it is what it is. You kind of discuss it and everything is always open communication. So everything has to be discussed between the three, you know, well, what does that look like? And how does this work? And what's the expectation or X, Y, and Z. So for me, it really had to be a connection for a a triad to work if it was a female coming in, obviously, because if it was a male, that'd been my choice also. But right, but yeah. he right. would have to get along with Nate also, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was my reasoning, and and for the person we had chose, it was a really good connection there. So what were you doing? to try to find this third partner? What was the process? Were you on dating apps? Was it just meeting people at events and parties? How did you go about that? Although I, I always mention it to Jade, I was the, I'm the one that was on dating apps looking. I have just, them. Yeah, but I have dating apps all as well. Yeah. yeah, she has dating apps mm, Interesting. As well, yeah. Always <laughs> the guy looking out there. We are always the one bringing them in. Okay, so that applied here too. <laughs> With this particular woman, like Jade said, we had already knew her. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just kind of an easy transition, really. When she came in, when we decided to do this, we were all in. I mean, she, like I said, she moved in and we combined bank accounts, everything. Everything was, it was all in. And that was more so me driving the whole whole dynamics. I just believe when if we're coming together, if we're going to be one, then everything is shared, right? And everything is for the edification of the relationship, the buildup of the relationship. And whatever can make us better as a team, then I'm all for it, right? If you have um, debt that, you know, we, you know, we, we can tackle and knock off, let's, let's, take care of the lowest hanging fruit and get it all knocked off and continue to grow. Right. Um, So that's what, yeah, that's what we did. We all talked about it and I was like, okay, you know, it's just like your first year of marriage, right. Or you're just first dating somebody, but now you're living together and you're getting to know each other on a more personal note because you're every day in the house every day. And you're seeing how someone lives and you're seeing how they've moved and that kind of thing. There was really not a true, true dating phase or anything. Like mm. Nate said, it was all in. She was excited and we were, but I think that's also the key too. The beginning is always exciting. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So you so would have preferred more of a, you know, kind of we're, we're engaged, right. And right. You know, we're working towards kind of this shared vision of a future. Absolutely. I didn't mind, you know, if it started out slowly with, you know, sleeping over and stuff mm-hmm. like that nature. It's funny that you mentioned engaged because we actually proposed to her and, and everything. So, later, though. That yeah, later. Yeah, it wasn't up front. No, months later, we actually proposed to her. <laughs> this was after <laughs> she moved in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. So, yeah, it was a whole thing. So you had a whole a whole ceremony of some sorts? for no we just no. engaged we just oh engaged. just engaged yeah, we, okay we, we, but we were planning to have the ceremony yeah a committal okay. ceremony yeah committal ceremony a committal ceremony we're actually going to have someone do just like a whole a whole wedding it was it wouldn't have been as elaborate as a I guess a wedding we would that Jade and I had, but it still would have been something showing our commitment to her. That, to hey, sure. to yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. We wanted her to feel like, Hey, we were, we're actually in this. You're not just somebody that, um, 
we just you're not just somebody that we're going to use up and then toss away. You, we want her to feel like we're want her to know that we're serious about this. And, you know, we're we're committed to her. I think a lot of brothers that are listening to this, listening to this uh, right now would assume that, Nate, if you're going to have two wives, that means that you are covering the finances or the expenses of two wives rather than one. But what you had suggested was a little bit more progressive that, you know, everybody's making money and y'all just pooling y'all resources together in the same household. So we brought everything together into one account. Um, all of us have very good jobs and I actually work seven days a week. I have two jobs. I have two full-time jobs. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, yeah I, de- I definitely make the most, but again, still, we would all bring, we would bring all of our money together into the, into one account. And I would manage the bills as far as uh, payouts and, and things of that nature. We did ask some of our, we have a private chat and we asked some of them to share what questions they would have for a black Mm -hmm. poly triad. And one of them was understanding that you're not a triad right now, but one of the questions was if you have actually shared this with your family members or with your children and how, how did you do that? Yes, we have. We have two adult boys and then we have a young elementary age child at home. Prior to our triad, we already had dibbled and dabbed with females being into a kind of relationship, but not on the extent of this. So they are smart kids and (laughs) we did not upfront tell them, hey, this is what we're doing and get on board. Mm -hmm. Um, I truly believe that I don't want to push anything that I do onto my kids to make them think, oh, that's what, what we grew up learning and doing and that's what we gotta go right that's what we have to do just as i grew up you know this is not the norm that i grew up under so i don't want to push anything on them i like them to make their own decisions and choices for whatever suits them it actually came out when on my birthday i had a, a female that spent a lot of time with jade and i worked out with us traveled with us and the, Jade and her threw a party for me, a birthday party. After the party, there was cleanup, right? So our two sons was helping her take some of the chairs back to a different location where we had borrowed them. And I had a question for her. So I called her phone. And on the when she answered the phone or when the phone rung in her car, it showed up on the screen as daddy. Our, our son saw Okay, daddy show up on the screen and then it's their dad's voice. Right. (laughs) Oh, wow. um, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't say anything to me at that that night. But maybe like a week later, our oldest son, he comes into the room and Jade and I was in the room and he goes, Dad, can I speak to you for a second? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, Mom, can you step out? So she did. And then he proceeded to say, Dad, are you cheating on mom? I'm like what no he said so you don't you 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 don't have anything going on with miss such and such mm-hmm. and i was like well you didn't have to tell your mom to step off for that so i called jay back in the room and i said hey he wants to know what's going on with me and such and such and so jay was like oh that's your dad's girlfriend just just like that mm-hmm. oh that's your dad's girlfriend and so he was like i knew it i knew something was going on with y'all <laughs> and so jay was like yeah we we're in a a open um, marriage, open relationship. And that's and so for him, he was just relieved that we weren't 
you know yeah mm-hmm. i was right. he was relieved that i wasn't cheating and you know and it yeah. was just like thank god okay y'all good <laughs> that yeah. must have been yeah. an that amazing revelation you know, he's like okay yeah that makes sense now so, yeah yeah, yeah. So wow. yeah, so, so he told our our youngest, and then they of course they talking, and and so come to find out, the youngest saw a text that I had from a, a guy. Uh, oh wow! So he was like, "Yeah, I saw mom in a text, and she was like, oh, can't wow. wait to see you.'" <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, that is like, wild. But he, he was, but he, he, but he never said that. Never said he never said anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, fast forward when we began the whole triad. <clears throat> We told, um, I think, her family, her, her, like her siblings oh, and, and things of that nature. Yeah. yeah. So, our female friend told her family first. We told Jade's dad first, and then her her mom, and then we our partner. She told her family, and then, then we went. We yeah, we went down south, and I told my family. Was this the first time your parents were hearing about, you know, your open marriage kind of thing, or were they already familiar, and you were just sharing about the new partner? <laughs> No, this is their first time. Oh, okay. Yeah. How did they react to all of that? Well, (laughs) so, so my dad is remarried. So my parents aren't together. Right. So my mom used to live with us. So she saw a lot, but she just thought we would like, it was cheating going on. Nate was doing a lot of cheating. It was all me. (laughs) Listen, it was all me. All these assumptions they be making about us, Nate. It's just not Listen, her daughter could do no wrong. So Mm. it was all me. It it was all me. Anytime a female would come to the house, oh, Nate is messing around with her. Not, I mean, forget (laughs) the fact that it could be Jade's girlfriend because Jade will never do anything like that. (laughs) Right. Jade, your mom, she, she was never, she never like pulled you to the side and be like, girl, absolutely. She, absolutely, girl. I got tired of it. <laughs> but I still, because my mom is very biblical, you know, mm-hmm. like, and so she already was, I was like, oh gosh, I just don't want to hear this right now. <sighs> so yeah, I would just tell her, listen, I got this, stay in your lane. I would kindly, I'm grown. I got mm-hmm. it. So, you know, yeah. of course she thought, oh, little naive daughter Mm -hmm. she don't know what's going on her husband just walking all over her anyway (laughs) so my mom is the type she will go and call up everybody oh 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 so she called my dad and then she also called nate's mom oh my gosh oh yes did i have like did i have to have like a council meeting with the into with both sides of the family to talk about this we had to sit down down with her with her yeah and and was just like i I was like mom why do you think i'm cheating and why couldn't why couldn't it be jamie right couldn't it be her (laughs) and she was just like oh no she would never do that she she would never do that it was just so dismissive and i was like okay i I just left it at that and i'm like all right if you think so then that's fine and so at that time, I wasn't ready to just to be divulging of it. And it probably would have just solved a lot. Yes. Yeah. But at that time, it was not the right time. And so, you have to kind of get a feel for when to, to communicate this mm-hmm. to your family. Yeah. So that wasn't the time to do it. I was so excited when Jade was like, I'm going to go ahead and tell mom. I, I wanted to look at her face and see <laughs> her expression. She still didn't believe it at first. She's she, like, oh, wow. 
even no. though Jade was telling her, hey, but this is, is what I we yeah, have. I this do. is what it is. Yeah. She was just dismissive and like, all right, I'll talk to you later. And just yeah. wanted to get off, you know, so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. My girl still- just blinked twice if you need <laughs> yeah. me to rescue you. That's <laughs> what that was. It's just a phase she going through. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. But or it's so, or, it, or it's Nate. It's or Nate. Nate. Right. Yeah. So at this point, is she accepting? The crazy thing is, I think it just took her time to process what mm-hmm. I told her. Yeah. And I don't throw anything in her face because I know how, again, I'm respectful. Right. I know how she is. But also, if you're going to come to my home, this she is will be the here. Dynamic. Yes. Right. Yeah. You need and to know what's up. she got that. So she did come visit and she spoke and she had not met her. So she, I think when she didn't meet her, she was very warming and that kind of thing. So mm. it made it easy mm-hmm. to have conversation with her. Wait, she uh, met, she met her? Yes. Oh, snap. I'm sorry. I missed that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she came to the house. Oh, yeah, my. She, she, she did meet her. We met her, my parent, her family, and then they she wow. met. Wow! So it was it was a little interesting for her side also. Well, because you know she has a few sibling female female siblings, and some were all like, "Oh, okay, that's nothing." I did tell my siblings, my older siblings, were the ones close. Some of them I didn't tell because they don't need no. Yeah. I'll be honest. When I told my my dad. He did say, now it makes sense about what your mom was saying. <laughs> because I told you she called everybody. Right, right? yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. So he was Spread like, oh, this makes sense now. But he did tell Nate and I, you know, be careful because it's not accepting to everyone. You don't have to disclose if you don't want to. Yeah. You do what you do. Y'all grown. I'm going to talk about the the elephant in the room that everybody wants to know about. And it's about sex. I am going to be honest with you. When I think about having two wives and (laughs) (laughs) and sex, like, yeah, threesomes, really fun. But every day, I don't know if I'd be interested in that. So I'd like you to just give us the... The good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to my sex. goodness. Well, when we first started, right, we, we talked about all everybody's expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hers was, and you know, she is a little younger. And so hers was like, she needed a lot younger. Well, she needed <laughs> like four times a week, four to five times a week, pretty much like it. She would every do day. Every day. Every Essentially. Day. And for me, I was like, damn, four, five, that's five. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. I was like, oh, well, I told him, I said, that's your work. <laughs> <laughs> but look, he said, does it matter from who? <laughs> Nate, you were trying to split up responsibility. <laughs> yes. Hey. <laughs> we can delegate this thing. I think a lot of men would hear okay nate got two wives and he has he can have a three small time but i'm gonna tell you that shit is work it's not easy <laughs> you know it, it's i'm telling you not it's 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 not easy it is work because especially when you have so when you have like we said like jade said that one that wants it all the time right mm-hmm. uh, so because i do work seven days a week my weekend job is is at night and in the beginning i used to like i would just pop up home i get a break or whatever pop up home and these two would be going at it like i walk in the room and they going at it like Mm -hmm. and so in the beginning 
I'm going to be honest, it it messed with me. It was hard for me. I felt like the outsider, like, hey, mm. you know, I'm all, I'm always at work. And these two are home together, having a moment, whether it be physically, wow. physical moment, sexually, and they're just connecting. So I felt like the outsider. And then when I come home and I see them going at it, you know, it's, it's hot and heavy. And of course, they will see me walk in and they would come over to me and tr- get me involved. But I'm standing there. I'm standing there in my, in my feelings, you know, I'm yeah. upset. I got my arms folded and everything. And then my pants come down. They just start giving me head. I'm like trying to trying to still hold like I ain't giving into this because y'all, <laughs> y- y'all doing it without me. Right. Uh, but anyway, yeah, in the beginning, they they did it a lot all the time. And I felt like I was just the outsider. Right. But then. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've, we talked and I'm like, yo, when, you know, I know I I work a lot, but when I'm home, I want y'all to make it, make it about me. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, the, the sex part, it's not, it wasn't easy as the male. It wasn't easy. You know, it it was good that they had a connection and just the onus wasn't just on me. They had a connection and they could please each other and, um, satisfy each other. So that was, that was a good thing. Jade, you were getting it in. While yes. Nate was working hard, yes, he was getting it in. What's going on? Tell us the story, girl. First of all, then in the beginning, like, uh, and and again, I like I said, she said four to five days a week. Right. I was looked at. I looked at Nate like, man, you ain't going. How, how, let's see. <laughs> gonna go. So, <laughs> so he, you know, I told him I, he was holding his own for that for the beginning. Beginning, they was getting it in a lot, and and that. So, with that being said, as far as the section and 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 all of that, especially when you're maybe married or a committed uh, relationship, and you're bringing someone in, you know, you have to be confident in yourself. Yeah. And in your relationship and in everything, because that's when all those jealousy. Oh, well, she getting it more than me. So, you know, you're getting your feelings. Right. right. All yes. those things play yes. in that. that comes up it does sure. come up, you know, or I feel like you treat her differently. And I feel like so all those things come up now. <laughs> so you have to have con- constant communication. And, you know, initially in the beginning, I was like, well, dang, you know, Y'all fucking like rabbits around here, you know. But <laughs> I understood. I also understood that was her requirement, and I was like, "Well, I know I ain't gonna be able to do it." So uh, I was like, "Well, Nate, you hold on, you hold up. It's not like it, it was gonna die down for her." <laughs> Right. And I'm sure the excitement, you know, having her yeah. there, you know, it's like, of course, you want to engage this person all the time. It's new. It's fresh. But mm-hmm. it's really hard to keep up that same it, pace. Oh my yes. gosh! Um, yes, over so, time. And and but her expectation was always the same and never filtered. No, <laughs> never not way. And you I know, said five to six days a week. <laughs> five to six days, sir. Hey, listen, I, first of all, like Jade was saying, there was we'd all be in the bed and whether it's in the morning or at night before we go to sleep, we'd all start it up. And I used to have to literally count like how many strokes I'm giving to one so I can make sure I'm doing the same <laughs> for the other. Because I don't want to, I don't want one or the other to feel like, hey, I'm paying more attention to X, Y, to, to this one and not you. I think you even mentioned that at one point, like, yo, you gave her more time or, you know, this <laughs> and that. So I 
I would have been paying attention like that too, Jay. I exactly. Hey, you like, well, wait a minute. I would make sure that I would not finish until both of them finish. You know, she's more of a night. Okay. Oh. Yes. And Nate's more of a morning. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, he'd be like, listen, you can't wait. I'm working seven days a week. Yes. <laughs> you can't wake me about my sleep. She, um, she needed it to go to sleep at night. Like she, mm. she preferred it. I wouldn't say needed. She preferred it so she can relax. That was like that sends her off into her yeah. tranquility and she can fall asleep. Right. So when she couldn't sleep, it would be like two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. She's rubbing on me, trying to get me mm. to, you know, and I'm like, yo, I'm waking up at four o'clock, you know? So right. I, nah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So that was that that was a challenge, but that was something that we were able to get past and get an understanding of, and everything was was good. The sex with the three of us was ama- is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Seeing the two of them interact and then throwing me in there, it was like it was amazing. Did you all always share a bed? Did she have her own room? What was that kind of intimate space dynamic? So, yes, because we have a little one, she does have uh, she did have her own room uh, and her things were in her room and she showered in other bath, you know, she had her own bathroom and kind of thing. She slept in our bed like we all slept in the same bed together every night. But she does. She did have her own room, but it didn't start out that way. Right. It didn't start out that way. Correct. It grew into that. So okay. we had to make sure our little one was comfortable enough to kind of be okay with that. Interesting. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so and I'm, I'm, cause I have another question. Go about ahead. That, no, but I'm follow up that. So were you all fluid bonded or were you all using protection with her or not? Initially it was, it, we were using protection, but then we went to not because she, she didn't have another partner mm-hmm. and anybody that, Jade and I slept with, we work protection with. So, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then, so was she on birth control? You said she was younger. Yeah. So, no, she wasn't on birth control, but I don't have, I can't have any more kids. Got it. So, Got it. Yeah. She's, she was safe with me. Okay. And then, so you said your youngest wouldn't really understand. So, who was she to her? Was she your she was, girlfriend? She was, was she your wife to her or? No, <laughs> we always introduce her as Miss Such and Such, right? Mm-hmm. And so she—that's the, the name that she, she called her, you yeah. know, Miss, okay. you know, Such and Such, right? But I think you know our daughter; she's not dumb. She's very right, right, smart. Right. Over time, she started saying Miss Such and Such. You need to change your last name, yeah. and um, or she say Miss Such and Such. You're one of Daddy's girls. Mm-hmm. You know, so now it's the three of them. It's Jade, our daughter and our friend. So now she's like, you're, you're one of daddy's girls, you know? So she saw the connection, <clears throat> the connection. She right. saw the closeness, all of that. The, yeah. She That's saw that. So, and she was putting it together, but we still weren't going to just come out and tell her. And sure. we still did. Yeah. We right. still let it evolve to what she wanted to make it to be. The last thing I wanted to talk about was just breakups in poly triad relationships when it comes to experiencing breakup from a third partner i mean what are some of the issues that lead up to that and how do you deal with that breakup let me say 
just like in a, in a marriage, you have to find that person that that third that's equally yoked to you guys or have the same similarities. If you have kids, you probably want a person who has kids mm-hmm. uh, because they understand the responsibilities. They understand that, hey, you can't just get up and go and do what you want to do X, Y, Z. You want somebody that kind of think the same. You just want somebody to kind of have some has similar same values, sort of the yes. same sort of like uh, outlook in life, same kind of goals, correct. you know. <laughs> correct, correct. You know, uh, and then because we were so invested and we had commingled everything, we living together, we have finances together, we know each other's family. You, she's close to our our daughter, our kids, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Because we did all that, the the, the breakup was uh, a bit difficult, right? Because now you have to figure out. So, what do we do with the account with all this money that we have saved up? Uh, right. What do we do with you know? How do we explain this to our daughter mm-hmm. you know, who like literally loves you? How so? It's just, it was uh, it was a, a, a little difficult in the beginning, um, but with time we were able to salvage still a friendship Mm -hmm. and um, you know, we, she still, still comes around even to today, you know, she Mm -hmm. comes around or we still go and do things together. Just the dynamics have shifted and and changed, you know? So you definitely need, and and in order to do that, there has to be some maturity. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, There has to be a level of understanding that, Hey, we, we still love this person. We we're still in love with this person, but for whatever reasons, this is where we are right now. The person still comes around, hangs out with us mm-hmm. and her and I still have sex, but Jade is like, we can be friends, but that's it. Mm. Oh, so you and her are still able to be intimate. Yes. This is interesting because I feel like there's a gender dynamic going yeah. on, you know, like I asked, you know, smashing your ex. Like that's just something guys are going to do sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but Jade, you're like, nah, once it's done, it's done. <laughs> and, and to be honest, I've always been that way mm-hmm. in my relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't look back when like, Nate said, you know, you still love this person. You still in love. They, 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 they have missed into your world so much. Right. That whole, just even hanging out, trying to savage just the relationship as a friend is difficult because it's like, well, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. What? So I, I guess that's just how I look at it. So I got another question. It sounded like you were both open to having a male third partner the one thing that's stopping you from doing that right now is that you still have a daughter in the household is there a time limit on that 10 Ten, years 10 years <laughs> yes <laughs> oh wow awesome yeah. so yeah. you know on that this, dynamic now right again right. i've had friends that have come around right. yes right but, yeah mm-hmm. so, but not, not to actually live with us right right So right now, you know, given the relationship you just experienced and the breakup, would, are you all open to pursuing another triad at this level of commitment? My my motto is anything is possible, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Given the right time, given the right situation, the vibe with a certain person, anything is possible. However, we've learned from 
the past experience. I would be more so inclined to follow Jade's lead on this one. <laughs> and you know, and, no, seriously, and yeah. not be so quick to merge everything, not be so quick to bring that person in to live with us. But yeah, we could definitely look at doing a triad where mm. you still have your own place. If we were to get it back into it, yeah, I don't think we would jump into it as fast as we did or the way I push for. We learn things from it as well. Yeah. Things to to talk about more as a pilot, a triad, just so that we know, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, we did have a lot of conversation in mm-hmm. this particular relationship. I just think sometimes the expect, you know, front when you're talking about these things all the time, as time goes along, people, people expectations change. This young lady, she was not a swinger. She is she's not in the lifestyle. She well, was just a she was just a single female. She has had experiences with threesomes, you know, but mm-hmm. she a doesn't identify a lifestyle stuff. Yeah, she doesn't she identify. identify. She doesn't right. identify as being a swinger. Right. So she would all if you asked her, she would say, No, I'm not a swinger, you know. So when she came in, I think she thought. Well, in the beginning, we were say, hey, you know, we're we're swingers. You know, we we believe in poly and we could we still going to date other females, other men, X, Y, Z. And mm-hmm. she was cool with it. Uh, she would even come to our well, she would actually be at our events, helping with our events and, and things of that nature. Right. And but she didn't want to pursue a relationship with anybody else outside of us. What would be just one of those conversations that. You know, if you did this all again, you would either make sure you have or make sure you have a more deeper conversation as a triad. I think you have to have a deeper understanding from the perspective of the other person. So, for example, for, for us being a married couple, we know each other. Right. Right. We yeah. know what this is. We know what we want. We know what each other desire. We know where this is going and how we are living. Mm -hmm. That person we don't know as well. So I think sometimes you have to dig a little deeper and ask more, I don't know, the the certain kind of questions to pull. Like we said, it's all new, right? Right. And fun and exciting. And you just interested in in, and where the, the intimacy is great. But when all that tear down in the long, long run, this is what it is. I think those deeper digging in conversations as far as what direction and what they really are seeking, mm-hmm. um, not to cater to what we say we want or what we're trying to build, because it may not be for you. Mm-hmm. And you so excited that you want to be in it. But again, that's not what that's not going to be something that's going to carry us the long way, you know, the long yeah. through, the, through, the, through it all. If right. we're going the long distance. So I think, you know, just deeper conversation into what their lifestyle is really about. And that's the part about taking it slower. Right. I I think for me, the my question would be, do you feel like. Family is first in all things, right? We're, We're saying we're one unit and we're a family. Everything you do should be to edify our unit, you know, to mm-hmm. build us up and, and things of the nature. There's no I, there's no you or whatever. It's it's a we. And that means we build we each other up. We move we, together as a unit. Ex- yes. Yeah, we we execute together as a unit. So I, I think that would be my one of the things that I, I would really harp on and try to get a, a understanding and try to understand their mindset 
mm-hmm. as far as that's concerned. Especially in the sense of when no that other party may not have had kids or have not had a marriage before or right. whatever. They, they've never experienced those things. So right. they may have an idea what it's like, <laughs> but because they haven't actually gone through it and then they're saying they want to commit to a, a triad when you're dealing with two other personalities, that person has to really have some tough skin and just be really confident. We want to make that person feel if that's what we the route we want, we're going to make them feel like they're part of one unit. And not, oh, it's us and just you or whatever the case may be. Because sometimes I know people feel that way. I think our listeners are really going to appreciate the stuff that you all shared and the perspectives you all shared, because I think a lot of folks that are pursuing triads are may not have considered some of the things that you've talked about. So I really appreciate you sharing those today. So thank you all for being a part of our show. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime we love to support what you guys are doing. Uh, You guys do some awesome stuff and I've listened to you. So keep up the good work. And if you need a part two, let us know. I'm sure we will have lots of questions that we'll probably need you back on. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) Hey, it's all you sexy listeners out there. I know y'all just loving this episode. But if you have been tuning in monthly to hear Bomber and Bell, you have to check them out on Patreon. Every week they upload more steamy details of their play sessions, hilarious stories, and erotic private photos. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash black and kinky and donate at least $2 a month to get exclusive access. Hope to see you there. Bye, sexies. So I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. And just to sum up all the things you heard, I wanted to have, I wanted to have a little segment <laughs> that I like to call "Bruh, Listen." And this is for all the brothers out there that are like, "Yo, I can, I want to bring a second wife into the relationship. I want to bring a girlfriend into our relationship. I want to bring her into our household." And I really hope that those brothers listened to this episode and heard from my man Nate that, "Yo, quote unquote." This is not easy. It is work. (laughs) And so for all the brothers out there that are looking for two wives, bruh, listen, have you thought about how you're going to find the second wife? So one of the things we heard was that, yo, they not all swingers. Mm hmm. So you might need to look elsewhere or you might need to get really creative with how you how you find this person. But bruh, listen. How will you discern the intent of the second wife in your relationship? Because they won't have as much to lose. Right. What if they're trying to steal you away? (laughs) These hoes out here are crazy. Yeah. Yo, bruh, listen, have you thought about how much debt this other person is going to bring with them? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. What about their spending habits? Mm -hmm. Yo, if y'all sharing the same bank account, it could get real. Yeah. Yo, bruh, listen, have you thought about how you're going to tell your family? That's a hard one because mm-hmm. that's just a lot of questions. <laughs> you just have to explain a lot of things. <laughs> and what about like what about her family? Mm-hmm. Like, have you have you imagined how you're going to sit down, you and your wife, talking about, yo, we like your daughter, <laughs> we like your sister, um, and what about the rest of your family, like the kids? How are you going to explain this to them? 
what if she what if she already has kids Mm. what if she wants kids that's the thing i thought about i mean we talked about it a little bit with nate and jay but it's like one if she wants to have kids but you no longer can have kids Mm. Um, if you don't want any more kids like Mm. you know you're done with that part of like it's just interesting like if i was the third person's family like i would be like are you are you like have you thought about all of the potentialities Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, listen. Did you really think about how sex would work? Like, <laughs> really think about that shit. What if the new partner has vastly different expectations? Mm, sex expectations. <laughs> right? You might have been acclimated to having sex at a particular time of day. Like, morning sex? Like, you're a morning sex person. I am? I think so. Yeah. Pussy's extra wet in the morning. Mm. I can have sex at night, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have sex anytime. This is true. I'm not trying to fuck at 2 o'clock in the morning. What if What no, if this new no. What if this new chick is bringing in 2 a.m. pussy? <laughs> and you're used to like, you know what I mean? Like 9 a.m., 8.30, 7 a.m. pussy. <laughs> 2 a.m., son. She's like, oh, she's just like rubbing her ass on you. And you're like, yo, I got to get up in like four hours. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Like, and, and fuck the schedule. Like, what about the number of days mm-hmm. that she wants it? Like, every day, twice. There there are some older men that are have very high sex drives. Right. But he still only has one body. <laughs> These, well, if he reads, what's, he reads the book. What's the book? Uh, uh, either multi-orgasmic Yeah, the man. multi-orgasmic man. Oh, he be, yeah. He'll be in there. Niggas need to get their PhDs in that shit. <laughs> but yo we could be talking about like 30 sessions a week Mm. i don't know i don't know and 30 i don't don't know that that, so let's break it down so you could have like i could have sex like three times a day i haven't in a while (laughs) i was like what (laughs) but that's all that's all i'm doing you only have three nuts in a day Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, three, like three, like not. Nah, I have more than three nuts in a day. But if it, it if it's fucking, if it's a full session, uh-huh. and I'm busting nuts in every session, right? Yeah, that's three. That's three. <laughs> because I'm adding it's it's the nut, but it's also the labor to mm. get to the nut, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like fucking rubbing one out. Like that's yeah. easy. You could do that like seven times. <laughs> but like if I'm doing the work. And I'm I'm pleasing you. I'm interacting mm-hmm, with you mm-hmm. intimately. Yeah, like that's a full. I could do that three times. <laughs> if I have so that's and 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 women like that. So so think about that. If she is acclimated to three rounds, mm-hmm. you you could double that shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Especially if I'm with you. Especially if I bring a woman to, into this relationship because mm-hmm. you're not fucking her. So that's no. <laughs> that's six times. <laughs> Six times a day, seven days a week. Six times seven is how much? Yeah, but we're not fucking every day, three times a day. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're not. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you don't know what kind of needs. Yeah, right, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It could, nigga, think about these numbers, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it could get real. And, you know, I talked about it on the in, in the interview, but menage a trois, trois are cool, but like every day, nigga, like, come on, man. <laughs> 
Come on, be real, yo. Be real. Can you really do every day, multiple times a day? Like, damn, all of this ass. I'm just tired. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last one. Are you prepared for jealousy? And not just the jealousy that you think that your wife is going to feel because, you know, you piping out this new chick. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the jealousy you might feel when your wife is piping her out and she's like, nigga, like you could you could take a nap. I'm 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 having a session with 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 Miss Linda tonight (laughs) and tomorrow night (laughs) and the night after that. Mm -hmm. Go bowling or some shit, nigga. Like you are you really prepared for that possibility? Because it could get real, man. Like you, you, you know, this new girl could be making your wife squirt, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> while you at work, mm-hmm. squirt, squirt while you at work. In all honesty, we are so happy we had Nate and Jade on the show. Um, and yo, if you got questions, just hit us up uh, on Black and Kinky Lifestyle at gmail dot com. Uh, and you can always call us. Our number will be in the show notes. All right. It's time for the hit list. So we watched this Netflix movie, this Netflix epic. Netflix? I said Netflix. Netflix. That should definitely be a thing. <laughs> it probably You is. heard it here first. <laughs> All right, go ahead. But we watched RRR, which is this, like, I guess kind of Bollywood epic three-hour film <laughs> yeah. but it's a, it's just a lot the film is ridiculous like there's just a lot going on it's a story of redemption and love and justice and all these things anyway but there's a main character in the movie who actually has a very interesting story arc but his the actor's name is ram sharon and he looks great in the movie not so much like on his out of movie pictures i don't know but like the character itself is very sexy like he's ripped he's sweaty most of the time he's doing some really amazing like action stunts and the movie is good the movie is very entertaining it mm-hmm. does not feel like three hours but yeah that's my hit list for he, he is just a perfect looking man like, yeah <laughs> I, can't, I, don't, I don't know how to describe but the 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 movie itself rrr i think it's the most expensive indian movie ever made uh-huh. and it was dope i just want to put a plug in for rrr because it's on netflix and i know a lot of people have probably saw this while they were browsing uh, netflix if you're in a mood in the mood for an action film and you have three hours to spare Yo, just check it out. Just push play. Mm -hmm. Because one thing I liked about this movie, this movie depicted friendships, a friendship between Mm. two men Mm -hmm. in a way I just, I haven't seen for a really long time. Because it wasn't a Western movie. Yeah. Yeah. it, it It just reminded me that Western movies do not... They don't depict genuine friendships between guys. Like, mm-hmm. you'll see guys do shit like chase bitches, you know, play sports, compete, or, like, chase bitches. <laughs> uh, but, like, genuine friendships that aren't, like, on no homoerotic shit. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, yo, we, the, we just look out for each other. We, like, love each other. And, like, I love that shit. Like, uh, the last time I saw a movie really attempt to do this was super bad. That was the name mm-hmm. of the movie. Super bad was like the last movie I remember that really depicted a genuine friendship that wasn't on no like, ooh, are they going to make out? You know, mm-hmm. I really appreciated that. All right. So my hit list target is actually going to be kind of weird. <laughs> so the actress's name is Jamie, Jamie Clayton, mm-hmm. but Jamie Clayton really doesn't matter. Okay. 
Okay. Because she was an actress that played a character. Mm-hmm. Pinhead. The new Hellraiser on Hulu. For the, mm. uh, the new Hellraiser, for those of you who remember back in the day, you know, Hellraiser had this like hellish demon character. It was basically a movie about a puzzle box. If you tried to solve it, these demons would, it would summon these demons and these demons would just show up and they would just, they don't know the difference between pain and pleasure and they associate pain with pleasure. And once they once they have a human in front of them, they're just like, yo, let's just cut this motherfucker up because this is going to feel good. They're going to feel pain. We're going to feel pain with them and it's going to be dope. <laughs> and, that, and that's basically Hellraiser. And so there is this pinhead character. You didn't really like this character. This character freaked you out. Yeah. Well, I when I saw this movie, I was too young to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first time I saw the movie. Hellraiser was made by Clive Barker who I really miss because he had a vision. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he cre- he created a cinematic universe, or he tried. He was one of the few horror directors that really tried to do this with his own vision. And Hellraiser was a part of that. There was also another movie he made called Nightbreed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, it had a very similar tone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he creates these really vile and disturbing looking characters. And Pinhead is the most iconic one. Just yes. this bald-headed character with these fucking nails in his head. Mm-hmm. And now it's a female character. And, you know, she had this lipstick on. And, you know, also they have all of these the mutilated bodies. Mm-hmm. So they, so, um, they kind of use their skin as decorative pieces. So they cut their flesh and peel it back and, like, stick it to other parts of their body it's so it's it's all the sick shit i live for and pinhead in this movie played by this female character jamie clayton i got the hellish the hellish fetish sexual blasphemous energy that she was giving off so that's my hit list target judge me if you will anyway let's move on to facebook fuck shit all right So for context, this is a post from a female woman. I'm so confused. IDK, what to do? My friend cheated on her dude and then her dumbass confessed while they were arguing. So she say she agreed to let him cheat one time with a female of her choice as long as she can watch and he can't give her head. Y'all, that's not even why I'm confused because it ain't my business what they do. The confusion comes in right here. I'm the motherfucking female she chose. First of all, I got a whole girlfriend. And second of all, how the fuck she just gonna offer up my coochie? The nigga ain't even fine either. Plus, she knows when I'm gay, I'm gay. And when I'm straight, I'm straight. If that makes sense. Yes, I'm bi, but I don't mess with both at the same time. Mm. (laughs) I've never heard, uh, you know, maybe that someone's bi consecutively as opposed to simultaneously (laughs) yo it's so real so she's straight when she's straight and she's gay when she's gay i could totally understand what she's talking about there (laughs) i totally get it like she's not like this is because when people when people hear like you're bi they'll Mm. may they may assume oh you you do threesomes then like no nigga like (laughs) no it's still with one person Mm -hmm. if i happen to be with somebody of the same sex Uh, that is going to be gay sex there's going to be a lot of gay sex happening (laughs) but that is the only time gay sex is going to be happening Mm -hmm. there's no such thing as bi sex for that person right 
Unless they're in a threesome. Exactly. Right? Okay. <laughs> She's saying she doesn't do threesomes. So uh, I, I, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, so her. So it sounds like. Uh, it sounds like for her having this bitch in the room is a problem. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So so so. That, and her nigga my, ugly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking offering up pussy like 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 a goddamn sacrifice. <laughs> right. <laughs> and somebody else is at that. Mm-hmm. that's crazy also like so then i have questions like about her friend like either her friend really trusts her or there's something else going on no i think her fr- she knew her friend wasn't did not really like her man that much <laughs> and she was like just just fuck him because right. i know <laughs> I know it's not going anywhere after this. I know like yeah. the boundary is set. There is nothing <laughs> happening after this, mm-hmm. but you're just going to have to suffer through this. Right. You're going to have to take that dick reluctantly. <laughs> <laughs> Reluctant dick. That's what you're having. I wouldn't do it. If I was a friend, I wouldn't do it. Of course you wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? That is, that is really, that is really taking one for the team. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you're going to let him cheat once. First of all, it's not really cheating at this point. <laughs> it's like a an arranged um it's an arranged situation. It's this, an arranged entanglement. <laughs> gonna fuck shit up on purpose. Right. All right. Uh shout out to our Patreons, Mr. Steel, Chris, Tanisha, Jay, Free, Carl, Spider Man, Micah, Rodney, Jack, and John. Yo, we appreciate you guys supporting the show. I wanted to give a quick shout out. Uh, to Coastal Lovers, who will be hosting a party on October 29th. We'll have that information in the description. I think this is in par- partnership with AJ Rose, who also who also does a bunch of parties in the area. So shout out to my colored folks who are continuing to throw sexy-ass swinger parties. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please do check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Kinky. You can also find us under the same name on Cassidy, APG, Amore Getaways, and Patreon. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube under Black and Kinky Lifestyle. Feel free to email us at Black, the letter N, Kinky Lifestyle at gmail.com. Or call and leave a voice message at 937-462-0744. Black and kinky, black and kinky, black and kinky lifestyle.